Welcome back to Precisely Nowhere. It's been a long week. She's going to have a glass of wine later and she's going to live her best life. I've been trying to drink less. And, you know, a lot of it is because I know that drinking a lot isn't healthy. While I have enjoyed it for many years, especially in my 20s when I would go out to bars in New York, there's so many great cocktail bars. You just go out, have a new cocktail, go for drinks with friends, just very like social drinking city. If you've lived in New York, especially if you're like in your early 20s, I mean, all stages in your life, I guess it could be. But for me in my early 20s, I drank a lot because you have know, just go out with friends and I learned so much about wine and fell in love with wines. We can't afford to go out to drinks every day. And that's a lot of effort. So I've been trying to drink less because I know it's good for my health like inside. And I don't want it to be a thing that I need to do. Like feel like I need to do it every day because there was a time in my life when I was like, okay, it's that time for a glass of wine. <laughs> And then another glass of wine and then another glass of wine. And I, my tolerance was pretty high, so that was fine. But I want to be able to enjoy drinking it still and not feeling like I need it. So that's a personal thing for all of us. But I have enjoyed drinking less. And I'm excited to start to try to drink more mocktails as well because there's so many mocktails in restaurants. Like Marco is my boyfriend. He's not a huge drinker and he will have some mocktails sometimes, but I do still fancy myself a glass of wine or a cocktail. So I am going to indulge when I choose to do so. That also applies to weed, which I didn't ever smoke weed in. I smoked it a little bit in high school. So mom, if you're listening to this or dad or anyone who would be offended in my family, just stop listening now. I did smoke a here and there in high school. I feel like I was like angsty sometimes when I was high. That was just not fun. Then I would only do it randomly. But throughout my 20s, I did occasionally smoke like more socially, really. I never had it. But if I was hanging out with people that I like knew and trusted, I would smoke occasionally. So I still don't do it that often. But I do fancy myself a gummy like an edible and ones that are like some have they have a little bit of cbd in them or they're like indica so they're like relaxing and they just let my mind give my mind a rest because i feel like my mind is always on that it's nice to just have like a chill vibe and that is also within reason like not trying to have gummies be a thing that i need but I am still letting myself enjoy and embrace it while I can because I do want to have a family one day and, you know, family planning and leading up to that also requires weaning off things like this. So I am still going to enjoy it here and there, but I have also really started to embrace healthy snacks because I used to always eat like Doritos and hot Cheetos and I love me some candy, but I've been embracing over the years more snacks that are also good for my body. Like, let's be real. My metabolism is slowing down. It's not getting any faster. And the days of when I could eat whatever I wanted and not be active at all are no longer here. (laughs) I still have a good metabolism, but I also know that it's having a healthier inside is going to help me feel better all around. So I'm really loving trail mix recently. 
Marco and I have found our trail mix. Like we have a couple go-to ones. There's a more savory one that's like kind of like Tex-Mex. It's like kind of spicy. It's really good. That one's from Target and I'll link to it in the show notes. And then we have one from Trader Joe's that we really love that has like M&Ms in it, like small little ones that are just like chocolate and nuts, almonds, and dried raisins. So it's actually a healthy one, but it has a little bit of candy in there. So it is my favorite snack. And I still usually have my what looks like baby food, but it's hurdles too. Applesauce packs. I love having those because they're so easy to like, especially when I was in New York, take on the go. Like if I was going to an appointment, like a hair appointment or something where I maybe didn't eat a ton before I left, I knew I'd be hungry. I would just grab one on the go, eat it like literally while I'm waiting for the train. And I know it can be gross to eat in the subway, but it's literally an applesauce pack. I also get those from Target. So I'll link some snacks in the show notes in case anyone's interested and wants some good healthy adult snacks. I love cuties, like little small clementines too. Those are a great snack, especially a flight. I always, if I, I usually have them in my fridge, but I'll always pack them for a flight too. Blueberries, my jam. I love me some blueberries. And they can be expensive. So I've had my ebbs and flows of like, all right, I need to, I'm spending a lot of money on blueberries right now. Rice cakes, also something that I, Marco is rubbing off on me. I never had rice cakes that much in my 20s. I don't know. You guess I just, it, it never appealed to me. I was like, oh, hard right. Like this, this doesn't, I don't know if this is for me, even though I did love Rice Krispie treats growing up. So I just was being close-minded, let's be real. And Marco likes to snack on them. So they're like healthy, but there's like some, some sweetness to it, which is I love. And then the Trader Joe's ones, those ones are like thinner. Oh my gosh, they're so good. That one's actually my favorite snack right now. They're so great and they are healthy. I have usually shopped at Target more and like regular grocery stores, but there's a Trader Joe's next to Marco's job, like literally like next door. So I love that it's an easy, just finding easy ways to grocery shop also, which really I'm grateful that Marco does our grocery shopping for the most part. Like, the grocery shopping that I do is via the Target app when they say I'm new to deliver. <laughs> well, Target has groceries too. And I'm not going to say that Target's the cheapest because I have I did do research when I moved to the suburbs for grocery shopping. Like what's cheaper because there's lots of chains out here. And in the city, it can be different depending on where, you're, where you live. And just sometimes your your access to like quality produce and certain is just... It's easier to get it from Target. It was easy for me to get it from Target. And it gets delivered to you like same day within a couple hours and the it's a one-time fee to use this through target I think if you spend a minimum of 35 dollars, you can get free same day delivery so threshold's not that high let's be real if you're ordering groceries or things you're probably going to spend more than 35 dollars because that's the world we live in today inflation is real especially if you're trying to eat healthy I don't want to go on that rant, but I do think it's annoying that like you're trying to better yourself and eat healthy and you're spending more money. It's a thought to noodle on, but I really don't love going to the grocery store. So I'm so grateful that Marco goes to the grocery store and he loves it. And sometimes I go with him. It's their rare occasions. And then I'm like, oh, 
this is kind of fun to like buy my own snacks in person. But then I get tempted. I get tempted to buy these things that I don't need. And they're like right in front of me. Or I just want to go through all the aisles, even though I don't need things. Need to get out of here. (laughs) But it's to each their own. You know, that's why we balance each other out so well. Because he loves the grocery store and cooking. And I like couldn't be bothered (laughs) with either. Um, I love Target. Like I love like Target has home decor and Target has all of these other things that are my vibe and he loves food and cooking. So we balance each other out just fine. And I love, I'm going to lean into this moment. I I don't always want to make this podcast about our relationship, but it's happening. I'm going to lean in the moment. I love that we can balance each other out and that you know, there's things that he likes doing and there's things that I like doing and we found our routine and we're still figuring it out. But for instance, I like cleaning. Like I actually enjoy cleaning. Like I'll put on a podcast episode and clean. That's my contribution and ordering our like toilet paper and making sure we have things stocked like paper towels and napkins and soaps. Like all of that stuff is my jam. And I make sure like my stuff is covered. So relationships are a balance for me. I couldn't do everything. And I have to also accept that I like, it's okay for me to not do everything and for me to have things that I lean into and for us to like find a balance. And sometimes people like doing the same things. Sometimes there's people that don't like doing like, they both don't like doing that thing. For me, would I rather like not clean? Maybe, but I'm like, there's just basic things that we're all have to do. I feel like adults. So pick the thing that you like doing more than, you know, and hopefully you guys can compromise. Compromise is a big part of it because I have days where I have to cook dinner and then I'm like, well, I guess I could order. (laughs) If it's my day to supply the food, I'm going to make the choice like I could cook or I could order and not make myself make a meal and. And it's just me and him right now. So it's easy to order. It's not like we're ordering for like a family of five. That would be significantly more expensive. That is life. You know, you just got to figure it out as you go sometimes and stay true to yourself and know yourself, like really know yourself. And for today's episode, I want to talk about self-doubt, doubt in general, but self-doubt. It's normal. Like we're human. And for one of my OG rom-coms that I loved watching growing up, A Cinderella Story with Hilary Duff and Chad Malcolm The quote, don't let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. I love that moment in the movie when, I mean, the quote is referenced multiple times, but I just loved the quote and resonated with it when I first watched the movie and like read it. And then, you know, they say it all out too, because, and I was thinking about it recently, like self-doubt is normal and can come from so many different things like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone for me especially as a creator at all points in my life like when you're in a new job especially entry level in a new career in a new environment i've experienced it throughout my life at all stages and being a newer podcaster and then in this phase where i am continuing the podcast and continuing to lean into my creativity, going through new life milestones. I wanted to talk about 
doubt and self-doubt on the pod because I feel like that's something most of us have felt at one point in our lives. If I could give myself advice for like my college days when I was in my like pre-20s or and then my early 20s and really times when I was less sure of myself, I would say you're going to fail sometimes, but learn from it and grow from it. Failure is just part of life. Like no one likes to fail. No one likes to be not good at something, but you're not perfect. And there are going to be times when you might fail. And all you can do is your best and know that you tried and trust yourself and the journey. What's new and strange or unfamiliar will be familiar one day and allow yourself to learn about yourself in the process when you're going through that. Don't let self-doubt lead to sabotage is, is another one. I have experienced this in my early 20s and especially with dating. Sometimes I just would get in my own head and get in my own way and self-sabotage because I didn't want to get hurt and I was afraid to let someone in. So there is that fine line of, you know, being cautious and maybe not getting too ahead of yourself, but self-sabotage as well. So don't let it lead to that. And be your own hype man. Oh, I would tell myself this so much. I feel like I have been, but you know, you, you can look back and I'm like, let's be real. I could have been my own hype man a little bit more. And you have to believe in yourself and know your worth because if you don't and rely on the validation of others, you might be disappointed. We can't control other people. You can only control yourself. So, you know, relying on other people to validate you or hype you up. Slippery slope. It could be. So be your own hype man. Set goals for yourself because if you don't have goals or a vision, it's going to be hard to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish harder. And it's going to be easier to let the doubt take over. You know, when we're on a journey for something and let's say we want to get that internship, I had, I had that or, and we're looking for new jobs and you have that self-doubt when you're like applying when you're in the interview and you get in your head, that can sometimes be a detriment. And if you don't have a vision or any goals for yourself, you can kind of just like wander. So, and, and maybe the self-doubt becomes a thing that you focus on more because you don't have goals or a larger idea of what you want. So set goals for yourself. And if you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, creatively, professionally, personally, I've done all of these in all these ways. Check in with yourself and make sure you're aligned with the reason why you're doing it. I've been there when I'm looking back doing things like, am I doing this for me or am I doing this because I think it's going to like reflect well on my resume and that's a good thing sometimes but you have to also be aligned with what you're doing and make sure the reason you're doing it is aligned with like your center like if it feels off take a minute try to understand what feels off and pivot that can even be when you're on a date like if you're getting some weird vibes from someone politely exit the situation and 
So you're going to have to know when to follow that self-doubt because it's like danger, but also not give into it because of fear. And that leads to faking it till you make it. And what I mean by that is it's okay to have an inner monologue sometimes that is saying things like I'm scared or maybe I'll just stay in my comfort zone. Like, do I need to push myself out of my comfort zone? Do I need to put myself out there? Yes, you do. You have to say yes to life. You can't just say no to life. And what I mean by that is say yes within reason, but keep an open mind, like lean on your street smarts when you need to. Remember that you've accomplished so much already in your life. You just got, you just got to have a little faith and lots of love for yourself and a relationship with yourself because it's so important that you know who you are and that you can give yourself grace and give grace to others because you never know what other people are going through. Like you really don't. Even if you think you do, you don't. Try to practice grace. It's going to go a long way in relationships that you build and maintain. So those are some things I would tell myself if I was in my pre-20s, early 20s. And it's just self-doubt so easy to creep in and be the thing that causes you to hold yourself back. And I've been there professionally, not thinking I'm ready for something, even though I've put the work in and I am already doing the job. And you're just like, well, maybe I'm not ready. And it's like, you got to trust your gut and know if you feel like you're ready and you feel like this thing is good for you within reason, don't let self-doubt be the thing that prevents you from playing the game. As we circle back to the quote, so true. You're going to strike out sometimes, but at least, at least you tried, you know, like then you have a story to tell. So what I would tell myself in my later 20s and my early 30s, which I'm still 30 right now. So, but it's, it is early 30s. I've had a whole six months almost of being 30. I would tell myself, remember what you've already accomplished. You can do anything you set your mind to if you're willing to put the work in because let's be real, there's so much evidence that that is true. And if your partner or someone you're dating or your close friends can't lift you up, maybe they aren't for you. Selfishly, I think everyone should have people in their corner that hype you up and show you love. And I have that person in my life and I think everyone deserves that. So that's what I would tell myself, you know, in my later 20s. And I am so blessed that I do have a lot of people like that in my life, like that I consider great friends and that I know are just so supportive. And I'm like, I love people who hype each other up and peer pressure can be fun, but it's okay to not give in to peer pressure. Do you, boo? Because I don't give in to peer pressure anymore. Like I'm like, if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. If I don't want to chug that beer because we're doing like beer bongs or everyone's like taking a shot. No, if I'm not feeling it, I'm going to politely decline. And that's okay. That is okay. Don't let the self-doubt creep in to be like, well, maybe I'm not fun. I mean, is that beer bong going to go all over the place? Possibly. So also trust, you know, trust your gut. At the same time, trying new things doesn't stop at any age and you're not too old to like pick up a new hobby, learn a new skill, change your career. 
you got to live your life. Don't settle. I would really tell myself this. And I did love my single days, but embrace your single days and don't settle. I didn't settle. And I was, there were times when I was tempted to, I was like, well, maybe, maybe I could, maybe this could be it. Like maybe I could make this work. And if you're having to convince yourself to make something work, that's a red flag. In my opinion, you shouldn't have to convince yourself to make like a friendship work or relationship work. There should be mutual effort being made and there's going to be ebbs and flows with relationships. They're not perfect, but I don't think you should have to convince yourself, you know, to have a relationship with anyone. And but embrace your single days. If you're single like I was for over 10 years, you will find someone when you find them like enjoy life along the way and start to be intentional with how you date i waited a lot of years to finally be more intentional with how i dated if you know you want to get married or even be in a relationship let's start there if you know you want to be in a relationship eventually with the right person try to date someone who kind of wants the same things i dated people that didn't feel like they're ready for relationship, didn't want to be in a relationship. And then I dated people that did want that eventually. But the people that didn't want it, I stuck around for like, I was like, maybe it'll change, you know, but you can't change people. They can decide that they might have a change of heart, but you can't change people. And sometimes when someone tells you what they want, like really listen, because while it might have experiences are fun, also living life with a little bit of intention can make it fun can be fun too so try to be intentional with how you date if you're looking for a relationship or if you're looking to not be in a relationship you know maybe think twice about dating someone who wants to be in a relationship because they may like try to lead you that way since (laughs) that's what they're going for but those are my two cents from my dating experience in new york i did enjoy dating those people but let's be real it was a bit of a, a bit. I mean, it wasn't a waste of time, but I would, it, I ended, it ended like I wanted to be in a relationship. They didn't want to be in a relationship. And it's like, okay, you can't fault the people that don't want to do the thing that they already said they don't want to do. So, or if they think that they're ready for a relationship, but they're maybe not, you know, because not everyone's, in my opinion, ready to be in a relationship and really consider another person. So it's okay to walk away from that if you find yourself there. So self-doubt, yeah, it, it, it happens to us at all ages. Just trust your gut. It's gotten you this far and will continue getting you along the way. Try not to lead with fear because that is a slippery slope and that is alongside self-doubt. Like don't lead with the self-doubt. Lead with the, lead with the, outcome that you want and have faith that things are going to work out your thoughts are powerful remember your truth and if you don't know your truth yet work on knowing your truth and the bigger picture of what you want because if you know your truth and you know your bigger picture you can create your bigger picture and hang on to it when the self-doubt creeps in yeah i think self-doubt so interesting because it happens to us at all stages and You can be so confident, but also have moments when you doubt yourself. In my opinion, at least, I've gone through it. I'm very confident and have lots of goals and ambitions and know my worth, but I'm also human. And there are times when I doubt myself because 
I'm human and that's normal. And I wanted to talk about that today. Hope that this is relatable to you if you're listening and inspires you to give yourself some grace or maybe write down or jot down some things that you want to tell yourself the next time you have a moment when that self-doubt is creeping in because, you know, everyone has had different life experiences. So there might be things that you know that you can tell yourself that'll get you out of that phase or rut or mindset. So just write some things down. And in the spirit of self-doubt, I wanted to share a TV show recommendation, Project Runway. I love it so much. I'm on season 20 right now. I haven't watched all the seasons, so I'm thinking about going back and starting from season one. I've watched some of them, but yeah, not from the start because it's been on for like so many years. Like it's it's an old show. I think I think it was on and then they like ended it and they brought it back. Maybe they ended it again, but season 20 all stars. So it's people that have been on all 19 seasons, like the best of the best. And it's been a minute since they've done all stars, I think. The self-doubt is visible in this in some episodes because it's a TV show and there's a lot of reflections from the designers since every episode is, you know, there's a challenge and it ends in a runway and they get critiqued from the judges who are awesome. So I have really been thinking about self-doubt so much lately, you know, aside in my personal life, having self-doubt here and there as a creator, like, and trying to fight through it and just be like, do you girl, like, just stay true to yourself. Do you, you got to know, know yourself and do things for you and not for the likes or for the like praise. Because if you rely on that and that's something you can't control, you know, you might be disappointed. And I just feel like that's not the way I want to approach creating content because it is something for me, but also for a community. And I don't want to just talk about things that I think people are going to like. I want to talk about things that are real and that people can feel seen from. And there are things that I like too that I want to talk about, but you know, it's not just for the likes and, and the fame. Cause let's be real. I'm like, I'm already a, a big deal. So <laughs> I know that. <laughs> That's why another reason why I resonate with Project One Way because the confidence in these designers, like they're already like up and coming and a lot of them like really know, they know themselves and it's a beautiful thing to see people living their passions and seeing everything come to life and seeing them grow while they are in this show. Not sure about the insane hours that they are like put like the hours that they work in and the hours they have to put in just to be on the show. But overall, it's so inspiring and it makes me want to dust off the clothes in my closet that I used to wear all the time when I would go into the office or in my early 20s when I used to wear heels more. <laughs> and it doesn't make me want to wear the heels again, but it does just make me want to dust them off and like wear them. So I may do that for fun one day because why not? Not all things I fit into still. So I am saving some clothes to pass them down to like my niece and maybe my kids because they're fabulous and I can't find a way to part with them. And 
my mom passed down clothes to me when I was in college. Like she gave me a ton of like work pants, like from J. Crew and other like just clothes that were she took such good care of, and I loved it. So I am going to do the same thing and you know make it a tradition and have some vintage pieces to give my kids one day. So very excited to still have some cute clothes in my closet. I don't wear them as much anymore since I work from home and I'm in the suburbs. So I can dress up here, but your girl just loves a pair of jeans or joggers and or leggings. My Lou lemon leggings. Love those. I, I love being comfortable. I've had so many years where I, you know, ran around in booties and heels and wore dresses when it was too cold outside and she likes being comfortable now to each their own with fashion. You know, I love, I love my sneakers. Now I just want a bunch of sneakers. I've always loved sneakers, but now I want more. I mean, I still love new things too. So it's a mix of both old and new and saving the things that are in really good condition because there are things that come back and stay in style. Let's be real. I mean, so many things are coming back already. Project Runway, highly recommend if you like reality shows. This one's like a reality competition, but it is very inspiring. I think season 20 is amazing and I'm halfway through it. That is what I've been watching lately. A lot of my free time has been working on the podcast and doing stuff in the background for interviews. So I've watched TV, but not as much TV as I would like to. Real Housewives of Miami, I actually started watching. So that's like mindless though. It's not, it doesn't require much effort and I will multitask while I'm doing it. So not always like soaking in as much, but I do love me some Real Housewives. And thank you so much for listening. I love you all. Appreciate the support. If you'd like to leave a review with words or no words, just stars, maybe five, feel free to anywhere you're listening. I would greatly appreciate it. That is it for this week. Talk soon. Music and editing done by Marco. You can find him at midnight, M-I-D-N-I-T-E underscore mind eight zero on Instagram for more of his work.